Parents, welcome to another episode of The Journey, a podcast intended to educate, equip, and entertain you as we talk about important issues facing our families. PCA is a Christ-centered, biblically-based, and family-focused community of committed believers doing life together. We hope the information you hear on this podcast informs and inspires you to be a better parent. Welcome to The Journey. Hey parents, welcome back to The Journey. This is Dan Panetti. I've got a couple, a pair of Jasons. If, if this were a card game, right, I'd be, I'd be like going all in. <laughs> the law firm of Jason and Jason. Jason and Jason. I like so, it. It yeah, works. It, it does work, mm-hmm. right? Um, Jason Snyder, Jason Mick. Um, we won't refer to you as J. Mick here, even though that's kind of like your cool hipster. Jason, do you have a cool I don't want to know name? my nickname. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's move on from that. Yeah. <laughs> what do most people call me, right? You're like, yeah, I don't want to know. Wanna know. Anyway, we're, hey, here's the deal. We're talking to our parents, and we're talking about the importance of getting your family plugged into church. Now, here, here's the deal. Some parents are going to be like, hey, we're already plugged in. Right, which is awesome. But yes. I'm going to tell you, there's so many more opportunities that every time I talk to parents about things, they're like, well, I didn't know about this and I didn't know about that. So I, the, here's the deal. I just wanted you guys, we're going to run from A to Z, top to bottom, walking through all the different opportunities for our parents to get their families plugged into Prestonwood, right? And hopefully, if you're not at Prestonwood, you're at a church that's got a lot of things just like this. Um, so uh, where do you guys want to start? Well, I want to say, uh, first of all, I agree with you. Yes. Parents need to be in church. And it really doesn't come from a pastoral point of view, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a pastor. Uh, it comes from a fellow parent point of view. Yes. And the reason why I say it that way is because I can't imagine leading my family, mm. um, being a dad to two girls, being a good husband without the church being so instrumental in our lives. Amen. We don't worship the church. Uh, you know, we don't come to the church because, out of a fear or obligation. We come to the church because it resources us in so many ways, from the worship service on Sunday mornings, where we get to participate in corporate worship. That is essential. The gathering around of God's Word, the, the life group ministry. If you don't have small group, you're doing it wrong. Yep. Um, and then all of the other pieces, as you mentioned, we try really hard, myself, Jason Mick, our Tim Matthews, our adult minister, mm-hmm. um, Rhonda Britton, our preschool minister, um, Diana Penley, and then all of our North Campus staff, yep. from Kathy Kovulchik, Lauren Young, uh, James McKinney, Lance Millsaps, and everybody else on our team. I can't name everybody. We'd be here the whole time. All of us working together to resource your family because we believe it's so important. Yep. Again, not from a pastoral point of view. But from a parental point of view, as fellow parents, um, you need this, yep. and your kids need this. Yep. And I'll, I'll, I'll go one step further. Not only is it incredible for you to be resourced by the church, but I think it's an incredible responsibility that you have to take what's been given to you and to walk alongside other people as well. So you've all, I mean, when I was a kid, I just remember talking about the whole the idea of a sponge, right? Mm-hmm. You get a sponge, you fill it up, right? Unless you wring that thing out, all it does is get moldy and old. Really nasty. Right. And so the, the concept for us as Christians, as Christ followers is, yes, I want to go to the church and I want to be filled. I want to be resourced. I want to, I want to be around a community of other believers. But that also includes the responsibility of me giving and participating and walking alongside and 
fact, we were just talking about midweek, right? We had a midweek last night, right? And, you know, Suzette made all the food for all the kids and we're there pouring drinks for all the kids. And here's the thing. There's so many different opportunities for you to serve and for you to give and for you to take that which has been given to you and to bless other people as well. So it's a blessing so that you can be a blessing. And that what you just articulated is of equal importance Mm. as to participating to receive. It's participating to give away. Amen. Because we are as the church uh, to be servants. I mean, we hear all the time at Prestonwood, if you're at Prestonwood, you've heard this. Every minute, every member, a minister. That's right. Everyone should be serving. Everyone who has a relationship with Jesus Christ received when the Holy Spirit came in a gift of the Spirit to be deployed for the lift up and the building up of the church. And so, if you're not participating, you can't do those two essential activities, right. uh, which are again essential. Yeah. Uh, for your walk, just to be the person God's created you to be. Yeah, you're, you're not allowing the Spirit to use His gifts mm-hmm. in you and through you. Sometimes there's a seed of doubt there in a parent. They say, well, what do I have to offer? Mm-hmm. I, sure. I don't know much. I, I can't do much. And I would say, if you've got Christ, you have more than enough. Yeah. And look at your experiences. Look at your gifts. Look at your passions. Now multiply them. Don't rob somebody else of the blessing that God has given you. That's a good way of putting it. Strong. When you Mm -hmm. choose not to show up, man, you are robbing somebody else of the blessing that God has given you to pour out. Be that offering to somebody. Showing up is half the battle. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna add to that because I like your word robbing. You're also robbing your children. Yeah. Because when you model, right? uh, Right. Our kids need this modeling. Yeah. Uh, and there's lots of evidence for this, that if in one generation, if churches de-emphasize the next generation, church just doesn't matter. Yeah. And so it's important for us to model this to our kids. I want to sit as often as I can next to my J high student and next to my elementary student and model to them what it looks like to open my Bible, take notes, sing the songs, pour out my heart in worship, but I also want them to see me serving because they have gifts as followers of Jesus, and I want their gifts to be deployed for the uplift and upbuilding of the church. And so my kids need to see me doing it as a dad. Okay, so let's be honest. If your kids don't see you doing it, but you say it's important, right, they see the hypocrisy and they, they will go with what you do more than what you say. There's no question. There's no, que- no question, especially for younger people, right? They, I don't care what you say. Show me, show me what you do. Show me by your actions, right? Book of James, right? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, care, I don't care what you say. Let's, <laughs> let's see it in works. And, I, and I'll say this, since we're all guys sitting here and we're talking to parents, let's specifically talk to the dads. And we know this. We know that generally speaking, the kids will follow the faith of their parents, but specifically their dad. The, the father role has a much greater influence in the lives of the spiritual development for their children, even than the mother. And you know what's crazy about that? That in the church, the majority of the time, it's the mom that's leading the family to church, yep. which is in many respects a travesty. Yep. Because men, I, I will speak to you directly, men, you need to be leading your family right. in this way. Amen. It is a responsibility God given to you. And of course, your wife should support. The mother of your children should support. There's no question with that. But you should be leading your family. And you've heard it many times, and this is kind of cliche even, that church on Sunday is a Saturday decision. And so you lead your family on Saturday so, yep. so that you are prepared to get up and go. If you wait until Sunday morning at 9 o'clock, hey, are we going to go to church? Everybody's going to say no. Yeah. yeah. And so be ready on Saturday. Yeah. And it's discipline. Well, I, I mean, just think about this. I, I don't know anybody who thinks about going to the Cowboys game 
Sunday at <laughs> at eleven o'clock, saying, "Hey, should we go? Should we go buy some tickets? See if yeah. there's anybody out there scalping tickets for a thousand bucks a piece." Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is you know, when the schedule come out comes out, you look at the dates you want to go, right? You there's buy, advanced planning. There's advanced yeah. planning. You buy the tickets, right? You you don't go out and stay out real late Saturday night because you're going to this. I mean, it's just right. So if you're doing that for a game, what would you do, right, for your Lord? And I think men, let's model the mission. Yeah, that's good. Hey, men, let's model the mission to where. A Saturday decision, quite honestly, it's already well decided beforehand. It's Amen. not. It's not a question of Sunday uh, we're going to church or not, because Monday I'm being the church. Yes. Tuesday yeah. I'm walking as the bride of Christ, yeah. and Wednesday when I screwed up and I didn't think I got it all right and together, and I, and I, I go to Christ in my weakness and I modeled even that to my children that God is still at work in me, and your dad is being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Hey, kids, follow me as I follow Jesus. Yeah. I love it. I'm not a perfect father. But I'm living on mission. And so, hey, when we get to Saturday, we already know where we're going on Sunday. And that way, few and far between, when it becomes a Sunday and it's like, hey, we're not feeling well, or it just doesn't make sense for us to go to church today because we got to take care of this situation. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Whereas, but, man, the, but the norm, the given, that's yes. right. He's going to go. well, you and I have to pick up our game, by the way, right? The model, the mission. Yeah. So he's already thrown out the first. <laughs> it's right, true. It's alliteration. alliterated. Just, I mean, it's, yeah. So I'm just, I'm, very, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking for you to kind of. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a lot. I really like it, though. <laughs> yeah, I really like it. No, we're I'll give st- the tweets. You do the expository <laughs> legwork here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going we're gonna to steal it and not so give him credit at all for it. So, okay, so. Let's dive in. Yeah. Okay. Where, so where, 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 where do we go? Normally, I, I, obviously, you know, Sunday is, yeah. is a huge part First of it. First and foremost, I yeah. mean, you you need to, there's really three things that if, if, you know, we put on a slide and say, what what do we expect of a member? Okay. Okay. Are these going to all start with the same letter? They're not, unfortunately. So I'll work f- on that. Okay. Work please, on please, please work let, on it. Let, the let first Jason thing is be in worship. Okay. Okay. So we, as the people of God, are instructed in the word of God. Yes to gather together Amen. on a regular basis. Yep. In the 24. 21st century church, the regular basis is every week. Yep. And so we shouldn't forsake that. We need to be gathering together, worshiping, singing the songs, opening up our scriptures, being ready to be fed. And our pastor says often, bring your worship with you. Yes. So bring the attitude of, I am ready to receive and I am ready to pour out my heart uh, to God in that moment of worship. Love so it. that's number one. Got it. Number two... It is a New Testament norm that we be involved in community, mm-hmm. okay? So a lot of people say, I have community, right? I have community at PCA. I have other moms that I hang out with or other dads I hang out with, or I may be a part of a you know, ski club or a, you know, whatever kind of club you're involved in. That's fine. That is community. But biblical community, the way that it is modeled to us at Prestonwood and what is expected, we call it life groups because you're doing life with other people that have a similar stage of life, mm-hmm. some affinity, right? Right. right. Um, Jason is primarily down in students, but you and I, Dan, we both lead a group, yes. right? So we participate in that adult ministry community. Um, and then on top of that, number three would be find a place to serve. Mm. In fact, last week and this week, 
uh, we have the ministry fair going on. But you don't need a ministry fair to find a place to plug in. That's right. So you let us know that you want to find a place to plug in, and we will find you a place. There's lots of ways that you can identify a place. In fact, you can text the word SERVE to 747-88 if you're near the Plano campus at PCA, and you can text the word SERVE at 55125 if you're at our north campus, right? And so we want to plug you in because it, again, New Testament norm is that you would be serving. We've talked about that already. Can we break that down in a very practical sense? So you just talked about worship, life group, and serving. Sorry, no alliteration. But if you look at just the practical breakdown of, let's say, one hour of corporate worship every Sunday, one hour of life group Bible study, that's mm-hmm. two hours. And then, hey, find a way, whether it's on a Sunday or throughout the course of the week, to serve. We're, we're talking three hours in the course of a week. Mm-hmm. My quick math tells me that we've all got ample time for that. Very much so. There's like, 168 hours in a week. Like So out of... 168 hours in one singular week, the body of Christ, born-again believers, bought with the blood of Jesus, we're, we're saying three hours? That that should be a no-brainer. That, that should be slam dunk easy, yeah. not so, a question. Like, look at your screen time. Hey, parents, sorry. My my screen time is a report card for me every week, and, and it yeah, pops up every uh-huh. week, tells and you it, how long you spend on the screen. Yep. Some weeks I love it more than, I, than, than other weeks. But it's my report card. Hey, y'all, my screen time is more than three hours. I'm not proud of that, but I'm, I'm there with you that I've got to reshift and reprioritize my time. But if my basic calculations tell me those three hours every single week, man, that should be easy. Yeah, I agree. So if you do, again, simple math, 168 hours, seven days a week, let's say you sleep eight hours. Uh, my math tells me that's 56 hours. So you delete that off, you still have well over 100 hours. Take 40 hours off for work. Some people would say, well, I work 80 hours. Okay, still take your 80 hours out. You still have double-digit hours that you can work with. Mm -hmm. And so you can still have time for recreation. You can still have time for the things of God. And it shouldn't be uh, the last thing we think about either. It should be a priority, which is why in the New Testament church, Sunday is not the last day of the the week. It's not the weekend. It's actually the first day of the week. Because Good the priority structure right. Starts for the New right Testament here. believer is we're going to get together on Resurrection Day, mm-hmm. right. celebrate together, have community together, serve one another, and then we're going to go about the rest of our week. Yeah. And so that should be the priority structure. Yeah. That's exactly what I was about to shift into. Yeah. It's just giving God our first. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Sunday being the first of the week, let's let's come together. Some days we're going to walk into a Sunday, we're like... I need the body of Christ to come and encourage and to fill me because mm-hmm. I just I got beat up. Yep. And some days you're going to be the person that's helping encourage the other believers in the room so that we can link arms and then go out together advancing the kingdom of mm-hmm. God together Monday through Saturday. And then let's hit that repeat button because we're gospel advancers and we have, we're a one-note band. <laughs> it's Jesus Christ, his cross, and him crucified. And we're going to keep hitting that note until the whole world hears it. Yep. I like it. I like it. So super practical again. Yep. Since we were talking about life groups, it's easy to plug into the worship service. You walk in the front door, you go in the worship center. Amen. Plugging into a life group sometimes is a little bit more nuanced because sure. people are like, I don't know where to go. Yeah. So we make this very easy. On both campuses at Prestonwood, you can go to Guest Central at any point during a Sunday morning, and they're going to have information to equip you, and they will walk you to 
a life group, introduce you to a few people to make sure that you can assimilate. And for those of you that are listening, parents, if you don't know where to go with your preschoolers, you don't know where to go with your elementary kids, you don't know where to go with your students, you don't know where to go for yourself, Guest Central is a great place to go. It doesn't matter if it's your first Sunday or your 101st Sunday. Uh, you can go to Guest Central, and we're going to serve you there. Love it. So that's one way. That's eyeball to eyeball. If you're like, I don't want to talk eyeball to eyeball. I want to figure it out on my own. Well, here's another way. You can text the word groups, again, that number, 74788, or you can text the word groups to 55125. 74788 is Plano. 55125 is North. And so you text the word groups, and we're going to equip you with ways to get plugged in. It'll send you a link. Uh, you click on that link. It's kind of like eHarmony for life groups. <laughs> it's it's going to ask you a few personal questions. You're going to answer, like, what size group do you want? Are yeah. you married? Are you single? Yep. What age? Uh, what day? Uh, what time do you want to meet? And it's going to give you personalized recommendations. Are there any life groups that don't have really cool kind of sounding names? Indeed, there are a few that still go off of last names. Okay. Yeah. Just there's a, there's sure. a Panetti life yeah. group, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The group that I teach is Truth, real, real fancy, uh, interesting name. See, we yeah. were going to go for that, but it was already taken. So we just stuck yeah, with you know, exactly. a little belding Panetti. Yeah. So we're but plug in. That, yes. That's the main point. Awesome. Really. You made it sim- super simple. Yeah. Very simple. And it's very simple for all ages, right? So your student walks down to students. Mm-hmm. How do they get plugged in? Yeah, so we, if they're coming for the very first time, we even have a guest table, mm-hmm. and it's all set up. We've got student lead team. So a student gets to walk in, and they're not going to necessarily be scared by an, another adult. They get to come in and see eyeball to eyeball, another teenager, yep. ready to greet them, welcome them, and then get their information, and then walk them to a student-appropriate life group where we've got an amazing adult leader serving those group of students by age and gender-specific groups. And we we tell our students, hey, give it time and be consistent. Mm-hmm. And and for the most part, our students who do that find biblical community. Yeah. So. yeah, absolutely. And it's very easy for the kiddos as well. And this is true on both campuses, by the way. Uh, so at our North Campus, we have a brand new Kids Central check-in area. It's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you'll want to go check it out just to see how new and shiny it is. Uh, at Plano, it looks great as well. Go to Kids Central, and that's where you can – Uh, hook up with one of our volunteers, and they're going to help you find uh, the right uh, place to go, where to plug your kids in, uh, and all of the uh, specifications around the morning. Because there's some nuances. How how many hours can my kid go? And where do I pick them up? And how safe are they going to be? We've thought about every detail. Okay. That part, dropping your kids off, incredible, right? Volunteers were in there. You get your badge. They're safe. They don't take them out of that, you know, yes. building or that room. Um, I mean, it, it, it's so well done, um, you know, that as a parent, if you're thinking, you know, are, are, is my kid going to be safe? Are they going to have a good time? The answer is yes to all of that. Yeah, they're Tr- going to have me. such a great time. When yeah. you pick them up, they're not going to want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or they'll want to come back next week, yeah. which is ideally which what is we awesome. want. Yeah, so we that, want them to come back. That's fantastic. So, I, yeah. I love as a parent. Yep. When I ask my own kids, I've got four kids, hey, what'd you learn today? And in the first few moments, they tell me something about Jesus. They tell me something about the Bible. I'm like, all right, cool. There we go. Our church is getting it. Mm-hmm. So parents, if you're like, man, if my kid or my student, are they going to walk away hearing uh, from the Bible? Absolutely, they will. Absolutely. Yes, and that's at all ages again, too. That's right. Even in the littlest of little classrooms, um, we're not just 
keeping kids. Right. We're not just babysitting kids. Tra- we training are, kids from the yeah, yeah we're age. planting seeds of faith right. at every age right. at Amen. every uh, age dim- uh, dimension. So all right, well, so uh, that's really good. That's Sunday. Anything yeah. more about Sunday, or can we move on to some other opportunities that might might have through the rest of the week? I'm good to move on. Right. Well, I mean, what's next? Uh, I think Wednesday nights is a huge deal. Yep. Um, and you know. PCA's schedule on Wednesday, we get out early for a reason. That's right. Uh, We get out early for the reason of getting your family plugged into Wednesday night discipleship. It's not just an early night or a night where you get to go have, you know, that special takeout. It's where you can plug in and continue to be developed in your faith. And there's so much available for every uh, age uh, group, again, from preschool uh, all the way through adults. So I'll let uh, Jason speak to um, the kids and the students, and then I'll jump in on adults. Yeah, so, you know, parents, if, you, if you're unaware of the offerings that Prestonwood has on each campus, you know, uh, our kids' ministry, phenomenal. I, I encourage you to go check out the kids' ministry from Crew and Hype. Plano has a WANA. Uh, then you start transitioning to our preteen ministry with Hype uh, on both campuses. J-High Midweek is de- occurring on both campuses. Great opportunity for your junior high students to bring friends mm. with them. Amen. Parents, we will share the gospel unapologetically every single week. That environment is fun. It's creative. Mm-hmm. It's a great place for junior high students. Phenomenal. I, I'll give a personal testimony. My daughter went for the first time last night as okay. a J-High student, okay. and she could not say more positive things about the time of her life that she had at J High Midweek. So if your junior hires are not there, they're so missing out on the great time that we have. It's awesome. It, it's phenomenal to watch God use a Wednesday night. Last night, Lance Millsaps, our North Campus Next Gen pastor, mm-hmm. uh, he was able to go to a middle school for lunch. He was able to talk with some boys, build some relationship through the conversation of basketball. Mm-hmm. And he got to invite them to, to J High Midweek last night. And four of those young men gave their life to Jesus. Campus ministry is important. What we do on Wednesday nights is invaluable. That's right. If you've got a high school student, we're going to mobilize. So we empower, equip, and mobilize our high school students to lead out in this ministry. And so we equip them with Bible study notes and questions to ask to lead their peers in a Bible study discussion, along with an adult facilitator. Mm-hmm. So we've got high school students who are deployed across the community in homes by church members there with a, an amazing adult facilitator to make sure the conversation stays within the biblical <laughs> parameters, right? Uh, but also it's an environment where students get to discover, ask questions, and really dig into the Word of God. Yeah, again, high school students love to invite friends to come and hang out yeah. in a home in an open environment. So lots of opportunities there. And if you're dropping your, your kids off, your junior high students off, your high school students off, parents, we have something for you on Wednesday nights on campuses as well. Absolutely. So we do have a few life groups that meet on Wednesday nights. Okay. So if you choose to do your community on Wednesday night, you can get that information in the ways that we talked about previously. But we also do for adults midweek discipleship courses. And these are courses tailored to specific topics. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, for example, we have a class uh, going on right now uh, called Launching Arrows, and the subtitle is Parenting Toward a Kingdom Target. And so we know that as as parents, we are to be training up the arrows to be launched from our quiver so that when they're launched into society, they can do what God wants them to do. It's that discipleship and training process. And so Johnny Farr, uh, this is at Plano, 
Uh, Johnny Farr leads this group, and he has a number of different speakers come in to accomplish that Psalm 127.3 goal. Love it. And so really excited about that. Then we also the last, have— The last week of that one, by the way, will be the It's going to be really fantastic. Yeah, you, yeah. Ha- you, know this, you know the instructor? Yeah. My, okay. wa- my wife's— <laughs> I was going to say. Leading, leading on that one. The so, other half. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'll be, I'll be there, but— Good. So we also have uh, some marriage classes yep. uh, because we know that in addition to parenting— we want to develop our marriage relationship. We want to deepen the intimacy in the marriage relationship. And so at Plano, again, we have a class uh, that we've very creatively titled After You Say I Do. There you go. Uh, and led by our young marriage minister, uh, Jack Raymond. Uh, but this is available to you as well because we want to serve the family. We want to, um, we want to help develop those relationships. Right. And we also have uh, classes on our North Campus on Midweek. Uh, where we've got faith foundations. So perhaps you're new to the faith and you want to dig in and you want to try to develop or see what exactly it means to follow Jesus mm-hmm. in an intimate way. Uh, and we have some Bible classes uh, that I'd recommend. Uh, everything from intro to biblical interpretation, that is, how do I read the Bible? Uh, how do I, you know, you can transfer that information and how do I disciple my family? And so want to really encourage you uh, to go to the website here, it's prestonwood.org slash midweek, and all of the information from what Jason and I just discussed is available to you and highly recommend that you plug in. Even though we may be one or two weeks in to the process, you can always join in uh, and join up in one of these classes. Yeah. We want you to. Now, normally you're you're teaching a Wednesday night. Are you teaching one this semester? I am, yeah. Uh, I'm actually teaching a class, a Bible class on the book of Zechariah. Oh, Fantastic. Before, yeah. like last semester, what did you do? Did we did you do uh, some teaching or? in Genesis, Genesis. last semester. Okay. We've done Daniel. We've done Revelation. Yeah. So I'm very, very grateful for the opportunity that Pastor has afforded me to teach a Bible study. That's so awesome. Um, and so, uh, he, in fact, he was there last night when we kicked off and greeted everyone. And um, just very – I'm grateful that our church takes a healthy and steady diet of the Scriptures right. so seriously. Yeah. So when you come to Prestonwood, you don't have to wonder, what am I going to get? Yeah. What philosophical bent am I going to get? Or am I actually going to get some meat? No matter where you come yeah. uh, into our church, you are going to be taught the Word of God uh, from the perspective that it is the final authority of faith and practice. And so let's let the Word wash over us and, and sprinkle us clean. Uh, and so it really, because it does have that transformative uh, uh, property. It's a lion, let it out and let it roar. Yes. Yeah. It's the only book that when you read it, it reads you too. It does. So, yeah. Very, very powerful. Yeah. Uh, women's ministry, I know I reached out to yes. Tasha Calvert. Um, what, what are some things that are going on specifically with the women's ministry going yeah. on? Yeah. So every fall, every spring, and really even the summer, we have semesters of Bible study that our women get into. Okay. And so right now, uh, the women are kicking off a study in Nehemiah this fall. Okay. So Tasha Calvert uh, teaches uh, the content. Uh, they watch the videos in their small groups, and then they discuss it. Uh, Tasha is a great uh, teacher of God's Word, and so would highly recommend that you get plugged into Women's Bible Study. Again, a website for you, uh, prestonwood.org slash women, uh, and you can get more information there. I uh, also would like to just put in a real quick plug here, ladies, that Tasha has a podcast uh, that she released um, some time ago, but it's called Digging In with Tasha Calvert. Yes. And it's very good. Yes. 
And so Tasha's motto is Bible study is not a class we take. It's a rhythm that we keep. You got it. Like, I did. Perfectly. That's my tweetable. That's, yes. Yeah, that's my tweetable. Really good. And so, it, and I agree with that wholeheartedly, Amen. right? Amen. It's, it's a rhythm that yep. we're in yep. every single day in the same way that I breathe or my heart beats. I want to dive into God's word. And so the guests that Tasha has on her podcast are oftentimes talking about how do I get into God's mm-hmm. word? What's my method? What's my go-to? You know, where do I do it? What time do I do it? And 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 why is it so important to me? Totally. And so the guests that she has uh, have done a phenomenal job. Uh, and it's just a great conversation. Uh, very much a, a coffee talk uh, conversation yep. with Tasha. Yep. And so highly recommend it. Again, that's uh, digging in uh, with Tasha Calvert. And yep. She's in season three. I love it. Yeah. And I know Friday mornings, uh, Friday morning men's Bible study, both campuses, North and Plano. Yes. 6.30 a.m. here at the Plano campus. It's in the student ministry building at North campus. It is in the loft, which is the... The worship center the now. Wor- they actually moved it. Oh. Yeah. Since we updated the, uh-huh. we the worship oh. center room, that, that's a new development. Yeah. It's exciting. So it is. That is I, exciting. I have not been up to the North campus in the new worship center redo, so I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Friends, uh, I'm just telling you, if you're, at the, if you're at the North campus and you've not seen it, uh, you need to go yeah. to the North campus and be in worship. We've talked about this already. Uh, but just give you a little bit more of a catalyst and, and dangle the carrot to see how God has blessed our church yeah. and how we are able to expand our space to reach more people. Well, sp- speaking of specifically, too, um, the the series that Pastor Graham just started, I'm, I'm assuming North Campus and Plano yes. are the same on this. Yeah. And Espanol. Uh, and Espanol. Mm-hmm. We, we just got done with kind of the, um, you know, the tell me the story of Jesus. Uh, which is fantastic, fabulous. There's, there's no better person to look at throughout history if you want to learn anything about the, the kind of person that you want to be mm-hmm. model after, right? So, you know, from, from a man's pan- standpoint, right, Jesus is the man's man, right? I mean, just, you know, that, it's a great thing. The next series that he just started, though, is more of kind of what I'd consider kind of like your orthopraxy. Like, how do I actually mm-hmm. walk this thing out? Like, right. what yes. does this look like? You know, if I say I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, what does that mean mm-hmm. in how I live out my daily, as you said, routine, right? What, is, what does that mean as I deal with life around me? So I was very thrilled with just kind of that practical kind of stamp coming on afterwards. Yes. The distinctives of a disciple. Yes. And he said disciple. several times the way that he describes it is now that we're a follower of Jesus, yep. because we've been telling the story of Jesus, we're following Jesus, how is it that we are to live this life out? So it's really, you know, if you go to a Christian bookstore or if you pick up a theology book, there's typically a section in the theology book known as Christian living living. or or spiritual formation. Uh, And that's really the messages that we're looking at. And we all need to be formed. Um, And I heard pastors say it's going to seem somewhat basic at times, but we need to go back to those basics. Uh, I can think of, you know, Tom Landry, for example, that, you know, after they won the Super Bowl, the next time they got together, he holds up a football and says, man, this is a football, because it's a lot about the fundamentals. Uh, Great coach John Wooden would say the same thing. How to to tie your shoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We we need to know these fundamental things. Yeah. uh, Because we drift so often. You're actually helping me with, um, and, and, you know, we're, we're going to get into this a little yes. bit, but, but our Student Leadership Institute program that we do here um, at PCA for our high school students, uh, Plano Campus will do it in the fall, North Campus will do it in the spring. Um, normally, I would pick a cultural issue, we'd wrestle with it, we'd think through it, we'd look at it from a biblical perspective, um, and nothing would be off the table. I, I just had a, you know, kind of looking at the world, and I'm like, oh my goodness, it's so crazy <laughs> that the one thing we absolutely positively need is to know how to develop your own spiritual life 
plan? What does that look like? And so um, I actually just went through your doctoral dissertation paper, right? Mm-hmm. That was really long, by the way. Yes, it well, was. Well, well done. Um, but that, that's what that's what your area of expertise. Mick's writing his right now, so yeah, he I'm, understands. I'm in the middle of it. In the middle of his, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, My, but that's switched. that's what we're doing for our SLI, mm-hmm. as opposed to wrestling with a cultural issue. My thing is one: how do you know you're saved? And then two: what does that look like? Yeah, like how how do you grow it? And so if you can get that in high school, and then you can just simply add to that through the rest of your life, we're 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 doing the same thing now, right? Fifty four years old, and I'm adding things to that spiritual walk and that spiritual journey. But a lot of it goes back to the foundation I had when I was young and people giving me that guide from the yes. very beginning yeah. so that I knew, right, what it what it looked like. And that, that was a super important thing. So that's what we're doing with SLI mm-hmm. this year. Thank you for doing that because the faith of a, a student, a young student, the stage in which they're in is more formidable than any other time. Totally. So Absolutely. the moldability yep. and the shaping. Again, we've got to teach our young disciples that as we're shaping you, we're shaping you to look more like the word, mm-hmm. not the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. This distinctive distinctives of a disciple, yeah. hey, young people, hey, parents of young people, yeah. this is what we're about. We yeah. want to shape you to look more like Jesus, yeah. which, which, which comes out practically in the way that I talk. There's no question. Right? The way that I drive. I know that sounds crazy, yeah. right? But all those things, yeah. right? If, if Jesus were you know sitting there beside you, watching you do things, and he was saying, are you really representing me in what you're doing and how, mm-hmm. you're, how you're running your business, how you're running your family? Those are things that we really need to make sure that we're solid on. So let's see if I can make this connect because I say this often. Okay. Okay. So a kid will fall, you know, they, they oftentimes trip and fall and they're, you know, skin and knee or whatever. And I typically will say, just trying to be funny, kids are bendy. It's okay. They're going to be okay. Because we know if an old person falls down, they're more brittle. Yes. They're not bendy. Yeah, no. And so they may break something, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, in the same way in their physicality, they're bendy mm-hmm. and they can take a fall. Yeah. Um, in their spirituality, they're bendy. Yeah. And we need to, I think Scripture says, it goes back to Psalm 127 that we mentioned just a moment ago, we're shaping the arrows. Because if we don't do it now when they're children, they're going to get brittle. Because the world has a practice of making people brittle and yeah. depressed and and run down and, and anxious and all of these things. And so why not spend the time now? This is why parents... You need it, but your kids need it. That's why you need to be here. They're bendy now. Let's shape them in the image of Jesus so they don't get brittle and nasty when they're old. The gospel is it's it's fresh, it's living, it's 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 transformative. Greg Steer says this, we gotta gospelize or we'll fossilize. Yeah. And so that's the beautiful thing about the that's gospel. That's a better way to put it. Yeah, like like <laughs> we're constantly being shaped and transformed and, and molded in the likeness of Jesus. And if we're not, I mean we're just gonna harden, stiffen up and then Well man. but but part of part of the hardening and stiffening up part, right, is the process. So it's a JC Ryle concept, thoughts for young men. Right? Right, where, the en- where the enemy wants to come in mm-hmm. while the kids are bendy and bend them away from Correct. growing straight and strong. Because when the, when, the, when the Bible talks about what it means to be a godly man or woman, it often talks about a, a tree. Yes. Right? And just kind of like you think that grand you know, oak tree that's standing there that provides that shade and that comfort and that fruit right, for, for the rest of the people around it. And you realize that that's, that's what I want to be brittle and breakable. And, you know, right? I, I want to be strong We wouldn't be steadfast and immovable in our faith. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. First Corinthians fifteen fifty six. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why we brought Jay Mick along, right? <laughs> he's, got, he's got the acronyms. He's got the yes. got little catchphrase. Just, yeah. He's the best. He's the best. I'm looking at Snyder's cheat sheet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's right. He's taking all the things I yeah, wrote down. Sure. <laughs> oh, I should have gotten to that. Okay. Uh, anything that we've 
not covered in terms of getting our families plugged into the life of the church? I I just want to say, parents, um, there's a lot expected of you as a mom and dad. And sometimes it can be overwhelming and you go, my word, I mean, all the things you just described, there's no way we're going to do all of that. That's okay. Take a baby step. Yeah. And the other thing to remember, and I often remember this, is that while it is my responsibility to disciple my children and lead my family, mm-hmm. the church is there to help me. Yeah. And so I'm not relinquishing a responsibility to the church. That would be unbiblical right. and not right. Yep. But the church is partnering with me. So I rely upon, like last night, my daughter came home. Honey, how was Jay High? She was telling me what she learned. She was telling me who was there. She yep. was telling me, you know, I want to go back next week. Uh, John Tom, our, our J High minister, did such a great job. He's such a great teacher. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. So she covered something last night that I, I didn't cover with her. Mm-hmm. That partnership in the gospel, I know that I can entrust my, my daughters yep to the church that they're going to be developed in just a little bit more. And I know that I can sit under good teaching at Prestonwood, and I'm going to be developed just a little bit more. And so it's that cooperative principle that we're, it's a synergistic principle that we're working together. The Spirit of God's working on me, the church is working on me, I'm working on me, so that I can be presented approved when it's time. Yeah, and just simply say, parents, we love you, we care for you, we're here for you, and you don't have to parent in isolation. Do it in biblical community. Oh, amen to that. Strong. I'll say this. Um, younger parents, right? Get, you know, you've got your first kid, right? I mean, you're changing diapers. You're not getting any sleep. Here's the thing that I think the enemy comes in at that point and is like, hey, listen, you're too tired. Take a break, right? Take a break. And what happens is that break becomes an extended break beyond, yep. right, where I'm too right? – and all of a sudden then it becomes – I, I have to reprioritize my life to get back into church. Yeah. And so my thing is always just like, here's the thing. If, if church and biblical community is your top priority, right? As you said, there may be a Sunday, right? Hey, you know, little Johnny's sick and we can't make it. That's fine, right? But the consistency week in and week out is if this is the top priority, you'll see yourself there yes. week in and week out. It takes three weeks to form a habit as far as church attendance goes. Yeah. And so if you miss one, and then you miss another one, and then you're out the next week, yep. you're in a habit. You're in a rut. Yep. And I've heard our pastors say many times, a rut is just the grave uh, with the ends kicked out. Yep. So get out of the rut get out of it. and be intentional yes. to get back in. Yep. Yeah. Well, you guys are awesome. Thank you for your service uh, in our church uh, and for our church. Um, uh, you guys uh, really, you do a wonderful job. Um, my students have all gone, right? you know, through your particular, you know, youth program and uh, you've invested in them. And so I thank you for that. Um, You know, Jason, you're just an incredible uh, asset for our church in so many different ways um, and for our family. So thank you for that that. as well. Um, But uh, um, I just, you know, I want to encourage our parents uh, to take this to heart, Mm -hmm. right? And again, these aren't things that we're talking about. These are things that we're putting into action. Yeah. So get in the car, We've got resources for you, parents. Be sure to check out our home life resources. So parents, those those resources are at your disposal, at your hands, at your yep. fingertips. Um, so PrestonWood.org. You can also check out PrestonWoodStudents.org and click on Parent Resources. The home life resources are linked in there, and we've also uh, added some additional content. So if your students or your family is dealing with a particular issue, please go check out those resources that are available to you. So many incredible things to be a part of and a blessing 
not just for you, mm-hmm. but a blessing for others as well. And I think this is a blessing. I mean, yeah. you were very yeah. kind to us. I want to return the favor. Um, the fact that our school has this podcast, but even more than that, that we've had enough forethought to think of, we need a position at Prestonwood that's going to be family ministry and development, discipleship yeah. ministry. Yeah. For yeah. Our somebody families. needs to do that. Yes, somebody <laughs> that, does. Oh, yeah. I'm thankful that Thankfully, they chose you. you. Thank you. Yep. Um, yeah, and I would just say, families, um, <laughs> if you need somebody to talk to, I know that Dan's here, yeah. yep. and he is more than ready to do it. Anything that Dan writes, you need to read. If you get an email, you need to read it. You see this podcast, uh, put an alarm on your phone so that when it comes out, you can listen because it's going to be it's going to be good for you. Yeah, not only to can participate. you listen, but you can watch. Right, that's thanks, what I hear. Thanks to Alex there are a lot Mirahan, of cameras right? around. There's a lot of so, cameras yeah. around, so you can watch as well. Because we're trying to get this information to our parents in a way that's easy for them to digest, uh, and a lot of people would rather watch than listen. But both of them are out there now. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that's your good. time. You're doing a great and, job. And yeah, coming thank across you, coming across the parking lot. We appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Thank you for investing the time to listen to this episode of The Journey. Please take a minute to share with friends and family who will also benefit from this valuable resource. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is truly our blessing and honor to walk with you on The Journey.